Welcome to today's podcast with Bishop Wale Ajayi. So we see Jesus, our kinsman. We see the love the kinsman redeemer. One, he must be a close relative. Number two, he must be willing to pay the price. Number three, he must have the capacity to pay the price. And Jesus, our kinsman redeemer, satisfied all these conditions. Number one, number one, Jesus became a close relative to us. How did he do that? He became flesh. He became flesh. Let's say that in Philippians 2 and verse 5 quickly. Let his mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Who will be in the form of God. For do not rob it to be equal with God. Next verse. But made himself of no reputation. And took upon himself the form of a servant. And was made in what? The likeness of men. Jesus had to become a man so he could die and redeem us. Somebody say amen. Let's send an example of that. Go to Hebrews 2. Let's see Hebrews 2 um, verse 10 quickly. For it became him from whom are all things, by whom are all things, and bring it ministers to glory to make the come salvation perfect in sufferings. Next verse. For both of the sanctified, sanctified all of one, that are ashamed to call them brethren. Keep going. Uh, go to verse 13. Alright, go to verse 14 now. Good. For then, as the children are what? Partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself did what? Likewise took part of the same. Christ became human. Hebrews 7.26, look at that. Hebrews 7.26. He, for such an high priest, did what? Became us. So the first law of the kinsman redeemer is that he must be a close relative. Jesus became us. He left his glory and became a human being like us. So that he could die. Bible says that God, that Jesus um, became lower than the angels for a while. So he could die. Lower than the angels does not mean lower in rank. But lower in terms of nature. Somebody say amen. Now second point about the kinsman redeemer is that he must be willing. Say willing. Willing, and we see that not only does scripture tell us that God gave his son, but the son was willing to die. The son gave himself. Now, let's say that in scripture, we'll see two scriptures about that. Go to Galatians 1 4. Galatians 1 4. Quickly, who gave himself? Say, he gave himself. So, not that, that, that not only that God gave his son, but the son gave himself, all right, for our sins. Ephesians 5.25 We've got two scriptures there It says husband love your wives as Christ loved the church And did what? Gave himself One more Let's see 1 Timothy 2.6 1 Timothy 2 and verse 6 He gave himself It says who gave himself So not only did God give his son The son gave himself You know it's not that God forced the son I know you don't want to die one But just die No God wanted him to die for us He wanted to die for us. Somebody say amen. Number three, he must be, we, he must be, he must have the capacity to pay and the price for our redemption was his blood. I say his blood and we see Jesus giving, dying for us with his blood. Go to Revelations um, 1 verse 5. Revelations 1 verse 5. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that what? Loved us and washed us from what? Our sins in his own blood. Somebody say amen. 
So we see Jesus, our kinsman redeemer, satisfying all the conditions for our redemption. Somebody say hallelujah. And because of that now, we can boldly declare that we are redeemed. Come on, shout, I'm redeemed. Come on, say, I'm redeemed. But now let's, let's understand something. What does all this mean to us? Now, go to Deuteronomy 23. Deuteronomy 23. See something. Are you there? Now remember that Ruth was a what? Moabites. Let's see what the God's instruction for the Moabites. Verse 1. He that is wounded in the stones and hath his privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Verse 2. A bastard shall not enter the congregation of the Lord even to his 10th generation shall he not enter to the congregation of the Lord. Look at verse 3 now. Good. An Ammonite or what? Or Moabite shall not enter into the commission of the Lord, even to what? Their ten generation, they shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. Ever, forever excluded from the presence of God. But because of Boaz, Ruth, who was disqualified. By him being her kinsman redeemer Brought Ruth in Not only was she brought in She became A progenitor Of Christ She had an eternal inheritance This is a Moabites That the law Excluded That she will never say never Never, never, never Never come before God But because of Boaz She had a right and she was brought in that's what Jesus did for us. Ephesians 2 verse 11. Look at this. Ephesians 2 verse 11. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And Ruth, that was a Moabites, disconnected from the family of God, came in and became the great-grandmother of David, who is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a privilege it is. I say, what a privilege it is. Somebody say, Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, look at Ephesians 2. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I in Ephesians 2, verse 11. Look at verse 11. He said, We are for remember. We are for remember. Ye past, being in time past what? Gentiles, in the flesh, and are called on circumcision by that which is called circumcision, in the flesh made by hand, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens, say aliens. Aliens means separated from the common wealth of Israel. What does that mean? And strangers from the covenants of promise. In other words, all the promises you see in the word for Israel as a nation, as a people, we have no business with it. But see what it says. Have you not put our God in this world? But let's see verse 13. But now. Oh, somebody say, but now. Come on, say, but now. So, what does that mean? Everything you didn't have in verse 11, verse 12, in verse 13 now, the narrative has changed. Is now yours. You now have Christ. You now have hope in this world. You are now a member of the commonwealth of Israel. You now share in the covenants of promise. 
somebody shout hallelujah but now so we see Ruth excluded by the commandment of God that as a Moabite you have no business in this matter but because of Boaz she was brought in that's how we too were excluded from God's promises but now in Christ Jesus show me that scripture verse 13 but now in Christ Jesus you were sometimes afar off and made nigh by what? he must not only be a close relative he must not only be willing he must be able the price for our redemption was the blood of Jesus and by that blood you and I are brought in now come on shout I'm in now I join come on say I join I've told you that story many times my father had 27 children known 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 official 27 but we found out more later yeah so my dad died in 1985 we're in our village all of us dressed in the Asoibi and one girl joined the line and marching with us and somebody pulled the girl out this is the children of the Ajayi the girl said I joined how you take join? She opened her bag and bought a picture of my dad and her. This is my daddy. And by the time we looked very well, we saw the head. She had it. My father's child. Come and say, I joined. Now, hear what I said. It was God's law that excluded Moabites. It was God's law that excluded them. But God provided the means to bring them back in. I'm telling you something. We were excluded by the law. But because of the law of commandments, the enmity that separated us from God. But now, by the blood of Jesus, we have been back near. And that wall of partition, that law of commandments, that law of commandments that pushed us out, Jesus, by his blood, has taken it out of the way. What does that mean? It means, therefore, that every promise, say every promise of God you're not hearing me say every promise of God in the word is mine now, protection is mine favor is mine healing is mine joy is mine now so the promises of God are not prayer points for you I've heard people say, when you see a promise, you make war with the promise to birth it. Keep quiet. You don't birth God's promises. You don't war with, no, no. Just say amen. What is amen? To the glory of God. Because it's already yours. Is somebody hearing what I'm trying to say to you? Why is it yours? By the work, the, the work to make it yours is not your work. It's the work that your kinsman redeemer did. All that, all that, oh Lord, somebody help me. All that Ruth needed was to be connected to Boaz. And by that alone, she became a, an ancestor of Christ. I'm telling you something. By what Christ has done for you, you are no longer excluded. You are now included. And all the promises of God are now yours. Now you can feel among legitimately. You can pause and speak bold and loudly. Health is mine. Peace is mine. 
Favor is mine. Power is mine. Wisdom is mine. When you read through the Bible and see what God did for Israel and the people of Israel as a nation, take it as yours now. If he did it for them before, he'll do it again today. Somebody say amen. If he was committed to them, he's committed to us today. Somebody say amen. Thank you for listening. We trust God that you've been tremendously blessed by this podcast. To download the full message and other messages by Bishop Wale Ajayi, please visit www.cgmimiraclecenter.org. You can also follow Bishop Wale Ajayi on all social media platforms. Be blessed.